Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Welcome to the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. I am absolutely delighted to be sharing the story of starting a private practice in the right before the global pandemic and recession started. Uh, We're here with Peggy today and she's going to be sharing her journey, what has worked, what hasn't worked, what has life looked like, and um, hopefully giving you some inspiration about starting, growing, or revamping your private practice so you can be happier. Welcome, Peggy. Yay, great to be here. Thank you. Do you want to share with people um, where you're located, your, your uh, website address, and your specialty? Cool. So I'm located in San Mateo, California, which is like 20 minutes south of San Francisco. So I'm in the peninsula, the the Bay Area Peninsula, although there's many of those in the world. Um, My website is Peggy LMFT, so P-E-G-G-Y-L-M-F-T dot com. And my specialty is kids and um, art and then also brain spotting. So brain spotting is pretty new, but I'm really excited about it. So those are kind of the new, the new big things. That's awesome. And in like a minute or less, why did you become, decide to become a therapist? I was a teacher for 25 years and I was like loving it, but just, you know, teaching a whole class. It's like, maybe you'd get one or two kids that you connected to and you could help with a little bit more in their life. And I felt like, you know what, I'm driven to actually help more people mm-hmm. deeper. You know, that was kind of like lots of people, but kind of surface and being a therapist, you can help people on such a deeper level and really hopefully help them change their lives. So that's, that's where, that's where I'm coming from. I love it. And then why private practice in particular in that one minute or less? Um, you know, I, you know, it, that's such a, it's kind of a tough one. Although I have been kind of aware, like ears wide open about like what people like about agencies, what people like about private practice. And I just felt like I have been in an agency, obviously for practicum trainee, all that. Um, and even now I'm in a, in a community mental health, which is great, but it, private practice just gives me so much more freedom. And I just feel like I, I just have so much more control over what I do, who I see. It feels really good to just be able to kind of be in charge of your own destiny as opposed to, I just feel like a lot of more people are burnt out sometimes in agency work. Um, although really cool and has its absolute benefits, but private practice just seems to work better for me and my personality. So. Oh, I love it. So when did you decide to open your practice? What was like the opening date for your private practice? So I got my license a year ago, like January 3rd, a year ago. And so I was like, um, I had, I was still working on getting my LPCC. So I was still working with um, a supervisor. Um, But I felt, I felt like I kind of opened then. So January, and then I really felt like I opened open in the summer. So I actually opened in the pandemic um, to just kind of really try to go get clients and really try to get out there and start 
what I wanted to do. So it's super, still super new, super exciting. <laughs> and I just got an office, which I'm just like over the moon. I'm signing the lease today. So I'm just like, God, it's happening, you know? So yeah. It's so interesting too, because for so many people, like, it's like the office is the first step right. and then they go down and we're like, you should market first and do the website. But the, the pandemic kind of forced you to it it market and yeah. see clients first and then prepare yourself for the other pieces. And I just, you know, it's, it's crazy, but I mean, I do find like, there's been great things about this pandemic every day. I think of something new. I mean, it's been hard too. And I, but I've been incredibly lucky, but you know, one thing that I think is going to be great is if someone calls me and says, Oh, you don't know, feel good today. Or I don't, I can't make the commute or I'm running late. It's like, boom, just get on, you know, get on zoom and we'll, we'll meet you there. And that I think is, I mean, I think I'll always be hybrid from now on. I think I'll always be seeing people in the office, but then also, you know, some people because of the pandemic, I'm seeing people that really aren't living in this area. And so it's yeah. perfect. It's like, I can still see them. No problem. They're still in California, but they're just, they're not going to come to see me live anytime that I can think of soon. So that's been really good. Well, and there's been a lot of adjustment, right? Like then the different places where people live. So like a lot of people that lived in the, in the Bay area or in San Francisco were like, Oh wait, my job doesn't require me to be here. And like with this particular cost of living. So now I can take my salary and go someplace else and now be where I, you know, wish to be. There's a lot of the, the people in San Francisco are coming down to San Diego, right? And they're yep. like, oh, it's great. I can live by the beach for the same amount that I, that I right. did in San Francisco now that I'm yeah, not required. It's, it's, it's still crazy. It's still crazy to own up here, but it's, yeah. it's the rent actually right now is really good. So mm-hmm. I kind of hope some people come back, um, but not too many because I really <laughs> like the traffic right now. <laughs> There's a lack of traffic right now. So yeah. That's fantastic. All right. So what was your first step when you started your, your practice? Um, yeah, first steps. I mean, definitely um, kind of trying to get organized. Like, again, I had under supervision, some, some clients, so they just kind of came through with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, trying to figure out like, And again, I was in a really weird place where I kind of, I thought everything was going to end in terms of my like agency work was going to end in June. And then it turned out that it it never ended. So I'm still working just a tiny bit of hours in it, which is great. But I mean, it was like, kind of like, I thought everything was going to end like June 2nd and then nothing ended (laughs) June 2nd. So, um, so, you know, but, uh, you know, initially it was, it was just sort of figuring out how to, how to do this, you know, like how, how do you start this? And I am also an artist. So I was super excited to do the website. Like I was excited for the, you know, cards that we don't even use anymore. Like, you know, all the little silly things. Um, but now I'm just, I'm super stoked on just being a businesswoman. I mean, I think that's what, you know, the boot camp taught me is just like, you're an entrepreneur, like you're, uh, you are, a business like that sounds so cool like I don't you know <laughs> it is so cool it is so cool and it, as a teacher you're not a business person as an artist I should have been a business person but I'm just you know I'm just an artist so I don't I'm not so good at that stuff but you know what I've gotten better at that stuff mm. just just learning like how do we do this so yeah how many clients are you seeing in private practice per week right now I have about 20 I think about 23 and then I work eight hours at an agency where I have another four. So it's a lot. Yeah. 
how are you, how are you doing in terms of like making sure that you don't move into burnout with having that high of a caseload? Um, and I just feel like it's a perfect caseload. I think if it was too much more, I wouldn't love it. Um, uh-huh. but I, I think it's perfect right now. Um, I, again, back to like the independence, like I can pick what I want to do. Like I have days that are really easy. I have two days that are really hard, like that are really mm-hmm. like nine to nine, like a, mm-hmm. with breaks, but I mean, still like a heavier yeah. days, but then I have two other days where I have that like time to do my private practice work. You know, I have time to just to go into my, you know, um, financial stuff and just clean everything up for the month. You know, I just, I can do that myself. And it's so, mm-hmm. it's so nice to have that kind of just freedom to, to just do it. So I am not going to be in the agency again after May, I, I think, <laughs> but you know, yeah, who, who knows? Um, but that might open up some more hours or it might not. And one of the greatest things that I think I learned, so I went to the first, um, it wasn't your first, but it was my first retreat that I feel like mm-hmm. was in end of July. And then I did the marketing, which I think is happening right now. Yeah. Marketing masterclass. And then I did the boot camp. So I was really good. It was really good. And because a couple things, just you guys keep saying that really stick for me. And mm-hmm. so that was really helpful to be like, okay. Um, you know, kind of list of things to do. What's your perfect day? That perfect thing, the perfect day, like always resonates with me. Like I wake up every morning. I'm like, this is the perfect day. <laughs> like this is what I want. And something really important was, um, it was, and it was so cosmic that the boot camp two weeks were like kind of really cosmic for me. And then I got a couple new clients that week, like just from like, who knows what, putting it out there in the universe. But also um, I like, I had this dream that I didn't want to work on Saturdays and I just had it. And then a two, one person graduated, one person um, wanted to move into the week and then someone else, I just could we just could move them into the week. Yeah. And I think, yeah. So that was, and I was just like, boom, that's exactly what I want. And then as I went, I also thought like, dude, I want to take Fridays off too. So in the agency, I am working on Fridays, but again, that's kind of over at the end of May. So I will mm-hmm. ultimately have kind of designated three-day weekends where, you know, sometimes I'll absolutely do private practice, private practice work, mm-hmm. but where I can just kind of start to like really take care, just really, I am taking care now, but take a little more care. Yeah. To like decompress. Yes. Right. Like the work that we do is like intense kind of work. So you opened, like you said, like you kind of started seeing a few people in January. Right. And then you said summer is when you really were like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going for it. What month? Cause summer is kind of a big it, it is. <laughs> I mean, I think I, well, I thought so because my job kept shifting and again, a lot of it was the pandemic, but, um, because the, because the job was shifting. So I, I would say like in my mind, it was July, like okay. I'm going to take a month and really try to figure it out and then really go kind of go hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't take the month, but it, it all, it's just been really, I have to admit, I've been so lucky. It's been very seamless. Like it's just mm-hmm. kind of worked out and was very, Oh yeah, this is what happens. Okay. This is next. Like what's next. Oh, this is next. So I would say, I, I feel like I started it in July. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably a good, like, yeah. And start. what were your, um, what were your, have been your most impactful marketing strategies for your practice and growing? Cause 23 you're full, like, yeah, yeah like you're full. Um, again, back to being super lucky. I mean, I have gotten almost everybody from personal referrals. mm. So 
I just recently have been getting my clients referrals, which is obviously the best. Like that feels so yeah. good, but I am in a really nice community. Um, I, I just have been able to make some really, really good friendships. And, um, you know, I kind of get these texts every once in a while, like, are you still seeing, you know, you, do you have any openings? And so that's what I've been, I've been like almost hundred percent on that. I do have a website. You guys help me very much on that. I mm-hmm. still needs work. Obviously mm-hmm. I have, I have some stuff to, to change. Um, I'd say a little bit from psychology to psychology today, perhaps, but again, I'm sort of like mm, on that. So, you know, mm-hmm. working through that. Um, but I'd say I mostly get almost everybody from just personal referrals. So, right. And it's such an interesting thing because like I've talked with a lot of therapists and some people get a lot of referrals from personal referrals from other therapists. And then some therapists are like, I don't get anybody from that. What do you think has been impactful in terms of you building those kinds of relationships that have turned into really good referral relationships? What do you think you do differently that allows you to connect in that way where people trust you to make those referrals? I mean, again, you know, back to luck, but I mean, on hard work too, but I, I definitely have met like, um, camped, I don't, you know, camp, the yeah. California M- MFT thing had some like, um, pre-licensed groups. And I really connected with a few of those people who I still am really in good contact with. Mm-hmm. And I think I asked people if I could refer them, you know, cause again, I was really little at the beginning. I was like two nights a week and Saturdays, that was it. Yeah. And so, you know, every once in a while I would get somebody that I just, I couldn't fit in or it didn't work. And so that was me, it, kind of me mentioning to friends, like, Hey, are you open for referrals? I'd really love. And I remember with one woman who I adore. I just said, you know, if I go on vacation, can I just, you know, have your number ready if they needed that? And she was like, awesome. Great. And then she's like, can you do that for me? Um, so that's been nice. A lot of my supervisors are also people that have referred me, which is really nice. So Mm -hmm. they, you know, have kept in touch with me and then they're just like, oh, you know what we need, we need more people, you know, in different parts of where I live. And it's like, great. So I think it's, I, I definitely feel like I put myself out there. Um, I would be, you said, you sound like an extrovert, but you could be just an introvert who likes lots of one-on-one. I'm not sure, but it's definitely, I am an ambivert. Like I actually, <laughs> I get all my energy from being by myself, but when I'm with people, I'm just like, Whoa! so I don't know what that is. It's, it's perhaps a freak show is what it is. <laughs> I think that actually means you're an introvert. Yeah. Um, and energy alone. Yeah. 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 Cause I get energy from people and I get energy from alone and I need both types of energy to kind of like flow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I, I, I surprise everybody when I say, I think I'm an introvert. And they're just like, you are not an introvert. I'm like, yeah, but I spend a lot of time by myself. Like I really, you know, me and my dog almost every day, we're just. Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started.
you know, we, she's sleeping right over there. Like we just jive all day and we go on tiny little walks, we go on big walks, but I am mostly by myself. And I love that. I actually really Mm -hmm. love that. And then when I'm really ready to see a client, I'm dying to go to a party. I'm sure you are too. Like just can't even remember. The last party was my, I think I can say this on my 50th birthday. And I had a speakeasy party where everyone had to dress in their twenties. It was a blowout. And then everyone's been like, that's the last party I've ever been to. I'm like, I know me too. Like that was it. Uh, It was a year, a year and a month and a half ago. Like, well, oh my God. I would not have guessed that you're 50. Good job. Good job on the skincare, all that good stuff. Um, I actually, they had my, uh, my friend found a place where they have outdoor dancing. And so I was able this last weekend to go into an outdoor place, you know, with social distancing or what have you with the DJ and like dance until I sweat. And it was like magic for me to feel like good in that way. So that's awesome. I will, I'm going to look for that. I'm going to look. Yeah starting to and I and my vaccine is all yeah that feels so good so that feels even a little bit more like okay I know that like even outdoors and even with distance there's some things but like oh just limiting the risk factors as we go forward oh my goodness gracious I think that piece right there's so many people that talk about I've got to be on social media I have to be on blogging my website has to be perfect And I think there are so many ways to build a practice and like really diving into like what makes sense for me and my clients and that place of you built real connections and relationships with people. You were not just saying like, hi, I'm Peggy. I'm new to private practice. I need your clients. Could you refer people to me? Yeah. You were saying like, Hey, I'm Peggy. Tell me about, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, like, I need referral sources. Tell me about your practice. What is your specialty? And then being able to refer out and build some of those connections. Yeah. It's, it's great. And then there is a group in San Mateo, kind of San Mateo Peninsula um, that is like used to, it was awesome. We used to have like monthly happy hours mm-hmm. and you just meet people. And it was always like, I, I hadn't got my license yet. So I was like, ah, and they would be like, you got this, you know, like, and so those are people that then I see on the listserv. So listservs are great too. Like, and I, I don't put it as much cause I am kind of full. Like I don't put as much comments in there, but it's also a great, a great forum for like, you know, there's been some scams that have been going around. There's been other things that like, Oh, it's so helpful to have a community. Cause again, I think, you know, and I'm going into an office by myself. So I, there is always that little fear of like, am I just getting tinier? And so knowing that there's a community, knowing that there are people like me that are like, even maybe in the new building that I'll be in, but also like in this area that, yeah. you know, I can just, I can call, I can reach out, I can ask. And I'll even go back. A lot of people, you know, right now kind of want to get some psychiatrists because there's some question about maybe, maybe medication will work. And it's like, I think what will really work is the end of the pandemic, but anyway, you know, like absolutely. And I can kind of go back into the list servant and find like what other people have recommended for psychiatrists. And that's really helpful. You know, but I would like to know a few more psychiatrists. I'd like to actually have coffee with them them and like figure out like if that's a good if that would be a good match for me um and that's kind of my goal for later is you know I I and I love to drink coffee so that'll be easy and you know whatever so that's awesome sorry you saw me making a funny face and doing this it was because I was like afraid I was going to sneeze so I was like muting myself in case I sneezed and doing this thing you're like that's a good one I I was thinking you you know like for me at least it's like the it's like the yawn where you're like 
Yeah, I was like, no, that's not a wrap up. That was just me. Like, I'm gonna sneeze right now. It looks like from Bewitched, you know, where she just wiggles her nose and it's like magic happens. I don't know if you saw that show, but yeah. I did. No, I grew up on that for sure. I know there was two husbands, right? And it was two parents. I don't and I don't think they explained that. And I don't think I was bothered by that at the time. I think when Darren was really kind of kind of I don't know, one was handsome and one was kind of nerdy and they were both fine with me. I didn't, I, I liked her. It's all about her. Yeah, it was exactly. fine. And her daughter and Tabitha. Yeah. Yes, so cute. <sighs> okay, so what would be, I think there's probably other people here who are coming at this and they are second vocation as well, second career. And they are thinking like, oh my goodness, like, could I really start and do something during the pandemic? What would be your biggest piece of advice to someone who is like you? I just, you can do it. You just can do it. It's just, you got to do it. Um, if you're interested in it, if it's, if you're excited about it, I just, I, again, everything for me has, uh, and I, I will, will acknowledge that it was a lot of hard work, but I also feel like there was, I have a lot of gratitude for just kind of what came my way, but having a pretty, you know, I've always had a good attitude. I've always thought like, I know I can do this. Mm-hmm. I haven't always felt like that, but I mean, just definitely in the last couple of years, I've been like, this is right. This feels like a good thing. This is a good change. Um, and just kind of, and again, I think you guys do a great job of that just building us up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can do it. It's, it's just doable. And again, seeing yourself a little bit more than just a therapist, but also an entrepreneur. Like to me, that's like the coolest word ever, like that you invented something and I'm not, I'm inventing myself as a new person from a teacher to a therapist. And I do think that that transition is not hard. Like it really is some of the similar pieces of being a teacher to being a therapist. But I think there's a ton of jobs like that, that it's like, oh, of course, of course you would be a good therapist, or of course you could try this. Um, So I just, I, there's a certain amount of just like, if you want to do it, the universe will make it so um, hard work, but also really positive attitude. I, I do think that that helps a lot. Yeah. What were some, like when you talk about the hard work, what were some of the hard pieces, the things that you were maybe not expecting when you were starting the private practice, maybe even some of the things that you realized, because you're a boot camper, yeah. that you went through boot camp where you're like, oh, I would have missed that completely if someone hadn't like lined it out for me. Well, I mean, sort of almost everything. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, because my, my supervisor in private practice just didn't go over any of the private practice stuff. Mm. It was, she was great at um, listening to my clients and their issues and kind of helping with that in a clinical way. But in terms of like, you know, talking about insurance or talking about like, h- how do I do this? You know, she would just be like, oh yeah, I should just, you know, look that up on Google. Or, you know, I was like, um, no. So, so like, you know, picking my fee, you guys did a great job of that in boot camp of just like, I mean, I want to do it again. Cause it was, a, you know, it was, it was since, um, when was it September or October? Uh, I think October. September. Okay. I'm terrible I with know. that too. It was in the fall. It was in the fall. It was the fall. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, there's that whole sheet that you guys have of like, yeah. you know, and I, I ended up like, and it was that week that again, I got a bunch of new clients, but I was also able to ask for this new fee that I felt like now I, and it was so funny. Cause I was the, I was the person that asked the question when you had the, the financial advisor and they're like, well, what did you say? And I had to get off the call so I could never respond to you guys. But you know, I didn't, I didn't respond. I did. I did fine. That person did not choose to be with me, but yeah. you know, that question was such a hard one of just like, well, how did you come up with that number? And I was just like, <laughs> um, well, 
And then I, but now I kind of feel like, Hey, you know, this is the kind of the industry standard. You're welcome to look on, you know, other people's websites, see what mm-hmm. they're charging if they're telling you, but you know, this is, this is what I, this is actually lower than I'm worth. So you're actually getting a deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, and to be able to say like, Hey, you know, this is really calculated based on my business expenses and what it takes to be in business as a, as a therapist and ensure that I can give you good quality work. Right. So, right. Exactly. you know, therapy is priceless. Um, I'm not, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I am priceless. Something too. like that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, like, um, I mean, therapy it, is priceless, but it's also like, it's not something that, you know, it costs money to make sure well, that I'm I, here and present. I do think that if you don't know about therapy, you know, it's, it isn't a bad idea to kind of call a lot of people yeah. and just hear that because there is in my area, there's not a huge wiggle room, but I know like when I was an associate in, in, um, private practice, I was charging 60 bucks. Like, Whoa, that was so nice of me, you know, like, and, and, and those are, those are still my folks. I mean, I, I've, you know, done a little bit of a bump up, but I mean, those are my people. And those are people that wouldn't actually be able to get therapy like consistently. So, you know, so that's kind of also, you know, I have a little bit of a, um, the sliding scale and I have a few places for those kind of people that would be like, this is completely out of my range. And, and for me to be able to say, you know what, let me, let me see what I can do and be able to, to take some people. And I have some mid range people. And then I have the the full, full. Um, It's such a, that, that place of just knowing, like as a business person, this is what it takes to be able to sustain my business and keep my doors open and make sure that I'm taken care of. Like, this is just the reality. Right. Oh my goodness. This has been so much fun. So for anybody that's out there, um, and I, I know we're, we're actually opening up bootcamp, um, this week. Um, so if there is anybody out there who's listening, who's wondering about whether bootcamp, um, is impactful, what would you say? What would be your like one minute review of bootcamp? I mean, for me, it was, you know, you can only really talk about it when you've finished it just because it, it is intense in the time. Yeah. Like it, it just completely got me on the right road. And so like I, you know, there were some things that seemed like huge hurdles and then I just did them. You know, one thing was getting an accountant. I got an accountant early. Like I got that done. I paid my, ta- I felt so, I've never felt proud to pay my taxes. I was so proud to pay my taxes this year. I swear it was awesome. So like there seems like there's some, some insurmountable things. And the great thing is you can also skip those things if it's just too big for you, yeah. but, um, bootcamp, it, it's great. It really gets you on the road. I think it, it, you know, it's kind of like your college class that you didn't get to have cause they didn't offer it, but it's really like, Hey, this is, this is what you can do. And again, I was like, ah, I was a little overwhelmed. I was like, am I supposed to do that much in every day? And I was still seeing, you know, all my clients. So it was like, yeah. what do I do? I feel like I'm so much calmer now. And so much like I can actually get started right at kind of where I left off when we start boot camp, like I can just be like, okay, here I am. And these are the things that I kind of had to say that is too big right now, but Mm -hmm. I want to do that and then just be able to do them. And I'm guessing that as I go back to boot camp, there will be a number of things that I just did naturally that just sort of was like, oh yeah, good. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the fun part. It's why we love that it's lifetime and being able to do those working sessions because we only have so much time and energy just generally. Um, And so to be able to just go like, okay, twice a year, I'm going to like dig in and give my business some attention, some, some, some really good care and find those, those, maybe some of those blind spots, make some adjustments and tweaks to make sure that everything's on track and then move on. And then six months later, Hey, give a little attention, see how it's going and moving on. 
I'm excited. So I'm really excited. I'm excited about boot camp coming up. And uh, I definitely, you know, highly, highly recommend people to take it. Um, if you can, I, I think, is it, is the masterclass almost done? Was that this week? The masterclass, we're actually uh, day two of four. As of today, we're on Wednesday, March 17th. For those of you listening to the podcast, you might be getting this a little bit later. We have the replays available. Um, like, yeah, it's a no brainer. The, the masterclass has been so much fun. It's been so cool to hear people going and doing their homework and coming back and saying, oh my gosh, this is already changing my practice. This is already changing my um, experience with clients and they're already writing up their marketing message that they're updating their psychology today and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, come and join us for the free marketing masterclass. Yeah. And it's a great first step because it really gets you like excited and you, you guys give some really like good chunky stuff and then you see it again in boot camp and you feel like, okay, now it's cemented. Like now I like have seen this before. I know what they're talking about and I can, I can work on that now or whatever. Yeah. Then we go deeper and then you're like, show it to us. And we go and help you tweak it and rewrite it, <laughs> get it on your website. All that good sometimes stuff. Which you, sometimes I need, I don't have a lot of butt kickers in my life. So I, I actually need some, you know, like <laughs> that is useless. Don't put that in. It's like perfect. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we like to nicely give nudges, little booty pats. <laughs> Keep on, keep on moving up the thing. As Kelly said, Kelly and I did a, uh, we've done a couple of Spartan races together. Um, and that like, I would literally like push her up over the things and <laughs> by her butt whoop, over, the, over the fences. So good to have a friend to do that. Right. All that fun stuff. So uh, again, check out our free marketing masterclass. Um, bootcamp will be open soon, or it may be open right now. And um, go and check out Peggy. Uh, I know she's full right now, but if you have someone that could be a referral for her, um, check that out, PeggyLMFT.com. Yeah, yeah, okay. Awesome, thanks again, Peggy. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.